0: Welcome to the Momentum Podcast, where our goal is to help real estate
1: agents gain momentum toward their goals. Today, we have our lovely friend and transaction coordinator, Courtney Guest, who helps both of us in our businesses. We are just so grateful for you for being on our podcast today. We are going to ask her a few questions, but we'd love for you to start us off with introducing yourself.
2: Glad to be here and I'm appreciative of both of you and the business that you give me. Mm -hmm. So definitely growth on both ends. I've been doing transaction coordinating since... Oh goodness. I think about 2019 is when I opened Closing Simplified. Um, I was um, a real estate broker before that. Um, And then I kind of transitioned into this role. Um, But to deep dive just a little bit before that, um, I was a paralegal for many, many years. So my love for paperwork. (laughs) It runs deep. My love for systems (laughs) runs very deep. It does. Very crazy. Organization to a T. So that's really where that trait of mine really took root. And then once I became a broker, I loved being a broker. I mm-hmm. loved interacting with the clients. I loved going to the showings. Yeah. I loved going under contract. All of those steps. The part that I did not love was the sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you have to be true to yourself and what makes you happy. Yeah. And the sales just wasn't it. And yeah. so I realized that. My benefit and my value is far greater by doing transaction coordinating and helping mm-hmm. agents on pieces that they weren't so strong at, mm-hmm. and there was a niche in our area, and I kind of searched that and realized that there was you know national companies but nothing really local too mm. much. And so I just kind of ran with it within 24 hours. <laughs> I had wow, like my website amazing. up, I had my services, my prices, and it's really just picked up from there. So amazing. I went from me only to two girls with me on my team, and it's been, it's been wonderful. I've been very blessed. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to do a deep dive
0: into the transaction coordinator part of your business, but give our listeners sort of a high-level overview. I know you offer other services yeah. under Closing Simplified, so give us a... Kind of a summary of your other offerings
2: yeah so essentially we're just a, an administrative company to, to summarize that mm-hmm. our service is really our main is going to be contract to close so it's helping a realtor through the moment they get under contract to the moment that they go to closing whether that be helping them with communication with their clients the attorneys mm-hmm. the lenders scheduling inspections, (laughs) putting important dates on their calendars, just really having just another eye on on every set of Mm -hmm. documents, making sure that the client is understanding of what's happening Mm -hmm. and drafting documents, all of that. Mm -hmm. We also do contract drafting, MLS input as well. So putting listings into MLS, which is very helpful. And then we have a marketing component too, which is email blasts social media, all sorts of different things Mm -hmm. in that spectrum. So we kind of do a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. We really try to stick with our hundred percent of what is the most valued and what is the most
1: requested versus Mm -hmm. offering tons of admin service, like Mm -hmm. a virtual assistant. So that's awesome. So what do you do on your off time when you're not doing (laughs) TC work? (laughs) Yes, really Mm -hmm. at this moment, um, Spending time
2: with family, is is it? Mm. Uh, my daughter is in junior year, and so she's on the varsity cheer team. So Friday nights are Friday night lights, mm. for sure. And right now, we're in that spending family time season. Our sports have kind of backed off a little bit over the past year. So we've been really able to kind of dive down and just spend quality time whereas before it was go 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 go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I love that. Yeah so just cherishing kind of the season of life that we're in mm-hmm. at the moment. But.
0: That's wonderful. That's awesome and your your son is <clears throat> what middle
2: school? Middle school seventh okay. grade. Yeah. yeah it's fun middle school. Wow.
0: <laughs> well I, I can speak from my own experience Courtney in that utilizing you as a transaction coordinator has been a game changer for my Mm -hmm. business. I did my first probably year to year and a half completely solo, independent. I was with an independent brokerage, but just managed all the paperwork, all the details myself. And then it was Somewhere in the course of my second year when my business had really taken off and at certain times I had four or five, six transactions going at the same time and I just realized like, wow, there's gotta be a better way. (laughs) And so someone had introduced me to the concept of a transaction coordinator and a fellow realtor introduced me to you. And so from the very beginning, it was just like, wow, this is incredible. And it was a little challenging because I'm by my nature, a detail, yes. organized, Let and out. I was <laughs> used to doing it myself. Right. And so it was this tension of how do I release those details that I'm really good at, but it came down to determining where's my time best spent. And, you know, we have this phrase money-making activities, like where are the money-making activities that I need to be focused on? and it wasn't paperwork. Yeah. It was getting the next client under contract or going and showing more houses mm, or calling. or contacting <laughs> sellers to see if we could get their house on the market. And so it's been really just a helpful way of giving me and my business more focus and just a better utilization of time. Yeah. What would you say, I know you've touched a little bit on it, but how do you convince a person who's really good at details (laughs) to work with you? I mean, I'm sure you encounter a lot. I mean, there's all sorts of realtors out there who have different skill sets. But We
2: do. I think the number one thing that I just tell them is just try us one time. That's the Mm -hmm. phrase that I use a lot. It takes that one time to really try and see what we can do. I'm that way. I'm very detailed. It's hard for me to let go. But I think that it it takes that build of trust too. So Mm -hmm. eventually what i say to agents who are kind of hesitant is we can adapt. If there's things that you want to keep a hold of mm-hmm. or vice versa, we can adapt to that. It's not because, a one-size. Yes, correct. It's not a one-size fits all. So we just explain that and mm-hmm. then we just get them to try it and then mm-hmm. we tell them you have to delegate. <laughs> you have to say, "Hey Courtney, do this. Hey Melissa, do this. Hey Josie, I need this, do this." I think where agents don't utilize us to the most is when they keep doing the communication solely on themselves. And we understand and we encourage, hey, you need to still communicate with your clients. Mm -hmm. We always encourage that. But the other parties, we say we can take that from you Mm -hmm. and we can be your go-between, but you have to delegate. So I think once they kind of release that and it happens slowly with some, and that's okay because, you know, they may find it more beneficial on the other pieces that we're doing versus the people sure. that they're holding on to. So it really is a
1: different personality, different perspective, mm-hmm. and we just try to adapt to what their needs are. Yeah, yeah I know it was really helpful for me because I was so ready to release all the details. <laughs> I am the opposite of these ladies. I love the thrill and going out, and I love relationships, but I found what was really difficult for me was knowing which parts you were and weren't going to do but I know you and I were like let's connect once a week at least and like regroup and now we're at the point that we're just humming and we got it figured out But I have to say to all of our listeners, this was a game changer in my business and finding the right TC too is huge Mm -hmm. as well. I really love that you're local and here with us and that really means a lot to me. It was really great to be able to connect and realize, oh, this is what I can delegate and can't and what I should really delegate and save time Mm -hmm. and money. So Mm -hmm. I love that. I think one of the
0: barriers potentially for some agents is that connection to their clients. Mm-hmm. I think the back end administrative aspects might come a little easier because it's not a customer-facing aspect necessarily. So how do you bridge that gap in terms of being a point person with the agent's clients? Because I think that can be sort of a hiccup or a barrier for some agents. It really
2: depends on the client too. Some clients, you can do your email introduction and tie us into a team. And that's kind of where the responsibility of the agent comes in play too because Mm -hmm. the more that they're trying to tie us in as a partnership, the more that their clients are going to accept that. yeah, And the more they're going to be open to, hey, this is someone else on Corey's team. I'll be hearing from her a lot. If the Um, agent
0: takes the lead on that.
2: But also, we find that a lot of times for those that are not as diligent with their emails, picking up the phone, calling and just saying, hey, this is who I am. This is who I'll be during the transaction. Mm-hmm. This is what I'll be, you know, needing from you. Sometimes that bridges the gap, mm-hmm. that phone call. Mm-hmm. Other than that, sometimes it is just the agent bringing everybody back in. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends. But I think that we do a really good job at the front. They'll see our emails constantly if we're the ones doing the introductions. So I feel mm-hmm. like eventually the client does like Hey, this is Courtney. Like this is, you know, um, mm-hmm. we can trust her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some clients, it's a little more difficult. It really just depends. And I yeah. think when it is more difficult, that's when we rely a little bit more on the agent to kind of step in, and mm-hmm. and that's okay. Sometimes you have clients that are more comfortable with their agent, and you just have to respect that. Sure. And then we do things in the back end that mm-hmm. is still supportive, that is still communicated
1: with the client, but allows you to take that lead.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so on that same line, what would? you tell a new agent that would help them bridge that gap of like, Hey, mm-hmm. please introduce us. Would you say front load it? Or would you say during a buyer's presentation or mm-hmm. during a listing presentation? What would be the so key? I
2: think that if we're a part of your team already, you're going to use mm-hmm. us on a lot of your transactions. Mm-hmm. The sooner, the better. I find that it, it works a lot of the times at the beginning of an offer when you're presenting the offer. I know you do that. Mm-hmm. You copy me in on your um, presentation of offers So a lot of times they'll say, hey, we have this wonderful transaction coordinator on our team. She's copied here. If accepted, she'll help us take it to close. Mm -hmm. So that is a really good introduction, especially if you do know that introduction will just kind of help things go more smoothly in the the front end. That's
0: actually part of a strategy Mm -hmm. for winning the deal to be able to show, if you're representing the buyer, to show a listing agent. yeah. Like We've got a team in place. We're ready to rock and roll. As soon as we get under contract, boom, boom, boom. So I know that's a real strategic part of what Corey does in particular. Mm -hmm.
2: That's good. And then I've seen some people have put us on their website as their team or their buyer presentation Mm -hmm. packets. But Mm -hmm. really, I think from the earliest drafting of the offer or presentation of the offer is really a good point too. Mm-hmm. Under contract, it's fine too. A lot of our agents are that way. Typically the agent will have a conversation like, Hey, you'll be hearing from Courtney soon. And they'll verbally tell them mm-hmm. that way. They're not just getting a random email yeah. from me. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah. But it definitely helps to, to both
0: do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Courtney, walk us through some of the key benefits that you offer to both agents and their clients to make a a transaction as smooth as possible.
2: Yeah. So I think the benefits of of choosing a TC may be hard for some to kind of realize up front because all they see is it's an expense, but really there's so many benefits. I I think number one is just that extra set of eyes to reassure that everything, you know, two brains are always better than one type of thing. So that is one major key point. The next is time. As a former realtor myself, the one thing that you're always doing showings, you're always going on the fly, you're losing that time with your family, and then you have to find the time to do those money-making activities, lead generation, Mm -hmm. connecting with past clients, all of that. So for instance, one transaction, it's about 15 to 20 hours of just minuscule administrative duties, Mm -hmm. whether that be your firm's compliance or doing your property research or doing your communication. So that's 15 to 20 hours per transaction that you're getting back. Mm -hmm. So if you're producing at a high level that could add up to a lot of hours right and so I think that there is a sense of reassurance that you can then juggle all of these things and mm-hmm. still be at a high level with a really great support system mm-hmm. so I think that really is the biggest one yeah and really agents don't know until they try right until they see
0: and I would add I think for you in particular both your experience as a broker you understand the real estate transaction yes. from start to finish because you've done it. And you've worked with clients and you've seen the whole process through. So your real estate experience, mm-hmm. but then additionally, your paralegal experience. North Carolina is an attorney closed state. And so for you to have that in-depth knowledge, I think has been a real value add for me mm-hmm. and for my clients. And it gives me that extra level of confidence mm-hmm. because I have not been a paralegal, so I don't understand all the ins and outs. I, I get conceptually how this works, what steps need to happen, yeah. and, you know, thankfully there's some great attorneys that we work with, but for you to have that background has been really beneficial um, yeah. from my own experience.
2: And for the three of us that are on my team, myself and Melissa and Josie, we're all three licensed in mm-hmm. North Carolina. That was one thing that I wanted in my business was yeah. for any transaction coordinator to be licensed yeah. um, so that we're held accountable the same that you guys
0: yeah. are, so... Yeah, that's awesome.
1: That's great. Can you give us some real life examples of how your services have really served real estate agents and their clients? Yeah, I think really by volume sold. You know, I had
2: my select few ride or dies from the moment that I opened, (laughs) you know, the moment that I opened my business. They are still with me today, Mm. and I love them for that and appreciate them greatly. And I really say from the moment that I started and they started their business, to what they are now, I mean, over half just doubled mm, their
1: production. Wow. So
2: sometimes it's just enough to see what they're doing. So I think that is the biggest thing. It's not an overnight thing. We mm-hmm. always say real estate is not a microwave. <laughs> it's a <laughs> pot. <crackpot. laughs> you have to really build it. And yeah. it's not instant gratification. And yeah. so sometimes you use a transaction coordinator and I think you feel your time... Maybe at first you won't, because if you are detail-oriented and like to hold on, sometimes you may think it's a little much because you're having to think you're monitoring someone (laughs) else. But then once that trust establishes and it flips over, then I think you really start to see, okay, hey, this is okay. I'm just going to let her do her thing. I'm still going to watch it. So you see that they produce more, and I think that that is your satisfaction of seeing, like, wow, Kour's really doing good. Look how many she's getting on her contract, and you realize you have a part of that. And I think Mm -hmm. it just takes that moment of that switch for agents to realize.
1: Yeah. I have a really great example of being very buyer heavy and just pulling off the side of the road. I'm I'm going to my son's friend's birthday party with him and I don't want to miss that. And I call up Courtney (laughs) and say, Courtney, please, can you help me write up this offer? Because I think it's going to go fast. And this is the terms and you'll either say, nope, I'm with my family, but I'll do it at 9 p.m. or yes. whatever, and I'm like, yes, yes. praise, please, We're all over on my boat. I had Kevin stop the boat. I was
2: like, let me, Corey, this is when like you're going through a difficult time. Oh, um, so so I answered Corey in the middle of the lake. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. So sweet. Above and like, beyond,
1: folks. Is, <laughs> above and beyond.
2: This is, this is probably not is standard operating tip.
1: procedure. Open up my laptop. <laughs> like but so yeah. awesome yeah, was- or i know another great example too is like my listings (laughs) that I've had that I need to get up fast and people are ready to sell like right now because the market is doing some funky things right now. And you're just like, okay, I'll do it. Got it done. Corey, it's time to review it. And I just, that takes so much stress off of me where I'm able to work on some other things like lead generation and trying to get more business. So love that. It's awesome.
0: I can speak to that too, in terms of when I've had a new listing Mm -hmm. and it's gotten a lot of activity right out of the gate, which is typical, like you get, the flurry of activity is going to happen usually yeah. right away. And so had a listing, had a couple buyers that wanted to get an offer in. They weren't represented. So I was going to be representing both the seller and mm-hmm. the buyer. And it was just a lot coming at you at one time. And so to be able to make a phone call and say, could you help me? Could you draft this <laughs> offer for this person? And it just took such a load off yeah. to be able to keep moving forward with what I needed to do and know that that person was going to get served well so I think there's hundreds of examples that we could give where it's just been a burden lifted and I think it makes us look really good to the clients they look at us and go oh they've got this under control they're handling everything just fine because they don't really know what to expect half the time but I think that by utilizing you and, and what you offer, you make us look really good well, to the customers is, and clients. Sometimes
2: it, it elevates the level of expertise that you're giving your clients because mm-hmm. they see that you are employing people who also know the process and is a backup. So if yeah. you are unable to be reached, then they have someone else that they can reach right. and, mm-hmm. and vice versa.
1: Yeah,
0: so. exactly. Yep.
1: How have you handled some of those challenges? Like one of the ones you just said was that can't the clients can't reach their real estate agent how have you handled other challenges in your world and helped
2: yeah so you know really any challenge that we've ever had really boils down to just communication Mm -hmm. and so you know I've had some clients that have forgotten to include their realtors on conversations (laughs) and so we have to pull them back in and Uh vice versa I think really just circling back that if they call for a realtor question, even though I am licensed, I don't ever try to step into those realtor questions mm. <laughs> This is not my place. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be on the administrative side helping the realtor, not the realtor, and answering those questions even if I may know them. Yeah. So a lot of the realtor questions I will defer and, you know, communicate with them that, hey, I'm listening to your questions or to your concerns, and then I'll let the client know, let me connect with Kristen or Corey on this, mm-hmm. and then we'll get back to you as mm-hmm. soon as we can. So it really just boils back down to the communication. Yeah. Um,
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk a little bit about your services Mm -hmm. and what kind of prices you've seen out there and what you do and maybe Mm -hmm. how other real estate agents have lumped these prices into certain things or helped themselves quantify using your services Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm.
2: So my structure is a flat fee structure. Mm -hmm. We do not charge by the hour. Everything, every service that we do, it's one strict fee. Mm -hmm. Typically, anything a la carte, like contract drafting, MLS input any kind of social media, is due at the time of service. Mm -hmm. And we typically bill on a weekly basis. I don't want to bill every single time I do something for somebody. (laughs) That's not very efficient. No, it is not very efficient. So it's a Friday-to-Friday billing cycle. So, for instance, tomorrow, which is Friday, we will bill for everything that we did for agents from last Friday to this Friday. Mm -hmm. Contract to close is, again, a flat fee. Mm -hmm. That is, at the moment, $339. That is due at closing. Mm -hmm. So if for some reason it doesn't close, we do not charge a termination fee there are a lot of companies out there that will charge a deposit let's just hmm. say $150 and then if it goes back under contract they'll refund you that fee hmm. I don't have time to keep up with that Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not efficient for me <laughs> but two nobody gets paid unless it closes yeah. and we're a team and we work really hard to be a team mm-hmm. so if it doesn't close we all don't get paid mm-hmm. so that's my motto and that's what I do
1: so there isn't a fee for that yeah you just so. mentioned such a good thing that I think is really important and what makes you really successful in this business is that you have a system and you abide by that system. And I think that I I'm just taking this to heart right now because (laughs) it's so true. Like, okay, well, if I'm going to charge for a termination, how is that going to affect my business? And honestly, you're probably right. It'd probably like throw you for a loop and you'd have to figure out a whole new system and figure out how to track that. So that's really brilliant. An account yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just
0: <laughs> Well, and I can say the agent side, that's a huge reason yeah. why I use you yeah, yeah. was because I can plan around you. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. I can budget for that. Mm-hmm. I know what my expenses are going to be. Yeah. If I'm gauging how many transactions I think I'm going to do in a year. So I think from a planning perspective, it's huge mm-hmm. for an agent who's, running a business and just the perspective of we're a team and you understand because you've been a broker that if the transaction isn't closed, nobody gets paid. <laughs> it's a really sad experience, yes, but you also understand yeah. the volatility of the market too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes contracts fail and then you get another one. And yeah. so there's just the cycle yeah. that happens over the course yeah. of the business. Yeah. So I love that. So before we wrap up, we want to give you a chance to tell our listeners how you can be reached, your website, and anything else you want to communicate with our listeners. And we'll, of course, provide additional information in our show notes.
1: And different states and things that you do services in as well. Yeah. Yeah, So um,
2: we're working on branching out into South Carolina at the moment. Um, So one of our transaction coordinators is licensed, but it's inactive. So she's working on switching that over. Okay. Um, And then I'm waiting for her to take my test. So we're going to be branching into South Carolina hopefully soon. But for now, it's just North Carolina, any area in North Carolina. We've done some in Charlotte. We've done some by Lake Norman area. Mm -hmm. We're really going to branch out in the state just a little bit. Yeah. There's different ways you can contact us. Obviously by cell phone, 828-243-4819. Email to, which is Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y at closedsimply.com. You can also go to our website, www.courtney.com closed simply.com and
1: Instagram too. We do have
2: Instagram. Yeah. If Facebook is under closing simplified, which is our business name mm-hmm. and then Instagram is closed simply, um, is the handle. Yeah, I think for that's that. right. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: include all that in the show notes, Perfect. but we I can't speak highly enough of Courtney and her team and what she offers and how we've benefited. So if you as an agent are not using a transaction coordinator, we highly, highly recommend (laughs) it. I hope this has been helpful to give you a little insight into how it can shape your business Mm -hmm. and really make you even more successful.
2: Yes, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you so much. And I think if anyone's hesitant about it, the one thing that I always is growth doesn't come from comfort mm. so you have to be uncomfortable to grow and so if this makes you uncomfortable then do it <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome that's awesome we'll close on that note that's right. have a great day everybody <laughs> All right, we'll Thank catch you on the next you. episode bye